iHub Radio, reinventing talk radio in the Coachella Valley. Homemade for the rest of us. Live from Palm Springs, the intersection of arts, entertainment, and the desert scene. This is The Culture Corner with Bonnie Gilgallen. And good Saturday afternoon to you. Welcome to The Culture Corner on iHub Radio. Another beautiful day in the Valley. Oops. I guess someone thought we were doing a best of today, but we're here live. So good, good. I'm, I'm cloned. I'm everywhere. Good Saturday afternoon to everybody. Um, and on this, uh, you know, day when we're all it's um, still running. And okay, we're there. We go. Okay, we're gonna get you know it's live radio. Things happen with live radio. Uh, Brian's ably running the board, so we're not gonna take care of it. So anyway, we're here on the Culture Corner. We're actually here live, uh, but we're practicing safety measures. I'm here with Eric Frankson, who is my Love and we live together, so so if we're if one of us has, we already have it, and we're staying we feet, don't feet away from Brian, my board up, and our other my other guests today are on the phone. He so, doesn't have it either; he's in a bubble. So, and this building is so small, we only have four people in here at a time, anyway. So we're we're staying safe. But I felt it was important to do uh, a special show today on how this craziness, this pandemic, this virus uh, has affected. Um, People locally here in the valley, particularly uh, entertainers, musicians, singers, theater people, because and you know which of which Eric and I both are, and many of our friends, perhaps most of our friends, are performers, and it's really hit um, these folks hard. Any the gig restaurants, hotels, performers, the gig economy, if you will, uh, it's all gone. It's all gone. All those jobs, you know, ninety nine percent of them anyway, are gone, and um, it's tough. And people are having to figure out. Um, how to deal with that. So I thought, well, who better to talk to this about than uh, Eric Frankson, who is who is a professional musician, and that's pretty much his whole thing now. He is does teach violin lessons. I do. And I've, you know, I've been working on him to get some other multiple streams of income coming in, because you never know. But he's been hit hard. I mean, you had, you were doing I six nights a week. A lot of, yeah. Oh, and seven, they're all gone. Yeah, all the gigs are gone. Yeah. So what do you, what, um, well, tell people, people who are not musicians, um, What's the re- I mean, what's the reality of this? How does this how does this affect you? I mean, this is a big deal. Well, I tell you what, being in a valley musician is a little bit different than being a musician maybe in LA or Nashville or other places just because we only have a 6-month season. And then it's done for, for the six summer. 6 months yeah. and then boom, we're done and and if you've been here for a while, I've been doing it for 20 years now here and it's uh when it's done, it's done. Mm-hmm. It just shuts off, yep. and then you take every, all the money that you've stocked away through the good six months and, and get through the slow six months, and then it starts all over again. But unfortunately, this year, it is ending... Way what, early. Well, about two months early. Two months, yeah. Two months early. Yeah. And, and so all the musicians are all having going to have to dig into their war chests two months early, which means we're going to come up two months shorter sure. yeah. when it comes up to August and September, because you got to get... You aim through getting through September. Mm-hmm. By October, stuff starts, starts getting rolling going again. again. Yeah. So, um, but most of the musicians, you know, I seem to be pretty even keel about all this. I don't see anybody doing a lot of panicking about it, and mm-hmm. it's because, again, because musicians in the Valley have saved up enough money to to be ready for it. Uh, also, we're just laid back. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. We're a little bit more laid back than everybody else. So. How, how did it, I mean, it was interesting watching the way this happened where, 
you know, you know, one. The, well, first, I think the first thing to go is some of the big, the, well, the big festival sta- stage coach Coachella, and then some of the big private gigs with a lot club. of yeah. people, country clubs. Well, yeah, you know, it was funny because it, the holidays went. Then the ho- yeah. all the holidays disappeared. And yeah. St. Patrick's uh, Day, blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. I had a, I had a gig that I had been waiting. What I had booked in desperation a year and a half ago. So a year and a half been waiting for this gig, and we get within a week of it, and yeah, <laughs> it's over. But um, you know, basically, it's, the musicians, like I say, are are a pretty much of a pretty good family here in in the valley, and so we we're watching in on each other. We're we're watching the what they're talking about doing, uh, possibly figuring out some way to help out mm-hmm. the gig musician and the gig economy here, but. I mean, that could take who knows how long time, yeah. you know, and we're supposed to be buttoned down anyway. So I'm, most of the musicians I know are, are either working on music or planning on working on music mm-hmm. or, uh, let's see, John, uh, as I was told, uh, redecorated his living room yeah. three times. A lot of closets <laughs> are getting cleaned out, drawers getting cleaned yeah. out, reorganization. Oh, man, you yeah. know what? This is weird. I walked past a neighbor yesterday that was... Uh, two or three guys were in their yards all cleaning up their yards yeah. and I thought this is there's gonna be more clean yards than we have ever had yeah. so um you know we'll write this out it's uh when you're a professional musician and your life is based around the music I, what's what what's gonna happen I'm still a musician I can't you know, yeah, it's not going to change. Whether I'm working as a musician or not working yeah. as a musician yeah. basically you know musicians sort of get the whole whole idea of not working yeah. anyway sometimes so and um, it, this, will, I mean, this will end at some point. I mean, oh, it's yeah. not like the end of the world yeah. and we're all, it's going to blow up or something. Yeah. At some point, this will ride out. Well, yeah. if it, put it this way. If it's the end of the world, I'd rather be a musician than than just about anything yeah. else, to be honest with you. Because yeah. I, I see the musicians now locally are putting on, uh, you know, what what everybody's doing, which is really cool, is they're Facebook. putting on, on their Facebooking live concerts mm-hmm. and and showing their talents and then there's a, a way to tip them, which is really mm-hmm. cool. That where you they would go to PayPal and you can mm-hmm. there's a tip jar that mm-hmm. you can add to. And I'm I'm thinking about doing the same thing. Yeah. You know, for the last four years, every Thursday and Friday night, I've been playing piano at Quisto. Quisto. Thank you, Quisto, for being mm-hmm. such a, a a fine restaurant. And Bernard, especially, who uh, basically has been so loyal to not only me but the the employees and everybody else. And he's. Mm-hmm. He'll be the you know he might be the last one to go down and the first one to come back you know mm-hmm. that's the way I'm looking at it so are they doing I know a lot of rest it doesn't help the musicians but the rest a lot of restaurants are doing this curbside delivery doing a little pickup takeout kind of thing doing that for the customers yeah doing that for the customers yeah. only but you can't you know you can you can if if your if your freezer goes bad for 48 hours you can lose ten thousand dollars worth of oh, yeah. food yeah yeah so they're supposed to plan two to three days ahead usually i mean they're buying ahead mm-hmm. you can't buy ahead if you don't know what's coming so exactly. he's they're all listen every restaurant owner i know in town has done their very very best to take care of their employees mm-hmm. and take care of the entertain and, and entertainers too like yeah. uh, over at the purple room mm-hmm. with with keisha d and and, and michael they, holmes yeah. and he, he is still having her do it on Did the facebook, facebook thing, thing. Yeah. yep yeah so I'm, i think i'm gonna do that i'm gonna yeah. um since i'm so used to playing every thursday and friday night for for dinner at the finest french restaurant in town i'm gonna play the finest music dinner music you can hear 
during dinner time, and I'm going to do that on the weekends for on Thursdays and Fridays. And, and, I'm uh, going to run camera with the Facebook phone. Thing, okay. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, you probably are going to have to. Um, what? Um, I just had a question. It just went right out of my head. Um, oh, oh, I know. Some. Uh, do you think many of the the gigs? You think some of them? Will just be postponed and yeah. whatever yeah, it'll be in the fall or whatever. I, I heard actually, I wanted to say that because these aren't these gigs aren't gone. I mean, yeah. I lost on hold. Basically. I lost, let's see, two months, two, let's say it's eight, eight weeks. And I'm doing just give us an estimate about 50 gigs. Yeah, okay, so okay. I lost about 50 gigs, but I didn't lose them. Yeah, they're just being put on hold. Yeah, yeah. when that comes back, I know that I will be back mm -hmm. with those gigs because they're really good gigs yeah. i mean the other thank you has to go to uh uh, uh vicky's of santa fe mm -hmm. you know john stanley king had me and and bob danny hamilton Flayhive. and danny Flayhive and patrick meacham um cowboy music on monday yeah it's fun all the bluegrass stuff yeah. and we've really tore it up and people just loved it i mean it, it was it's really one of the neatest fun things you can do it's in the valley it's a little bit of history it's a little bit of schmaltz you know and everybody loves it but um so thank to the marks mark and mark over at vicky's of santa fe for for keep keeping so many employees musicians yeah, musicians and employed oh my god yeah. those guys if, if those guys deserve an award so needless to say chances are uh, I really be believe back. We'll, be back. we'll be yeah. back. I was told this years ago by a the vice president, a retired vice president of Chicago Bank, of, of one of the major Chicago banks, and he said that do you know in our valley during the season, sixty percent of the nation's wealth is represented in our valley. Sixty percent look come here to wow. play and be. That's here. pretty impressive. Yeah, that, you know. And the thing is, if you think about that, he said one thing you can be sure of, and that's this. Our valley is going to be the very last to feel the recession, and it's always the first to come out of the recession. Now, do you think that's really true? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's wealth. I mean, that's yeah. That's why we're. It's help, yeah, <laughs> helpful. Helpful to have. We're, yeah. we're, we're hoping that it just all works out just the like I just said. Yeah. And we're, it's going to yeah. be just fine. Um, but like I said, I, if you get a chance to watch some of these, I've been going online, and, and when someone's live, live uh, broadcasting, like on Facebook, mm -hmm. I'm just. I'm really enjoying them. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm catching up on, on on piano music from. It's a way to stay, also a way to stay connected and to entertain us all because we're all stuck at home. And you, how much you, know, you can all watch so many movies and so much, you know, CNN or MSNBC. It's nice to have a change of pace. Now, I was just going to ask you if you were going to tell other people, non-musicians, who how can you support? How can you help support? I mean, out of work musicians right now. That's one way to do it. Is watch well, you can send, a, send yeah. a, a self address. I mean, send me a check. My check. <laughs> my address is. <laughs> no, don't give me address. <laughs> no, I don't want that. Anyways, you know what? We're we're doing okay. I, my 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 plans for the next couple of weeks, at least, is going to be to do uh, some more writing. I really enjoy writing, yeah. and I think a lot of people are going to be very inspired, passionately, because of of the pain we're all about mm -hmm. to go through. 
and Payne is amazing to to get musicians going and doing great something. teacher for a lot of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of people are going to find you have to. I mean, the way to use this instead of just sitting around being depressed and bitter and angry, whatever, is find ways to make this time useful and productive. And whether it is writing, writing lyrics, coming up with new music, learning new music, reorganizing your closet, woodshedding, what, yeah. whatever yeah, it yeah. is, we you know we sitting down and, and you know having richer relationships with your family that you live with that you already in your household there are ways to make it productive you know i just thought of one thing also that's really important about this and that is as a musician there's one other thing you should be doing while you're doing nothing and that is to do nothing i mean most of the musicians i know for the last three months have been going on strong yeah, you have to rest five and six seven too. nights a week 10 gigs 12 mm-hmm. gigs a week and this is a chance for us to rest our chops yeah. get everything into shape because rest your body it's, and your it's mind. all going to be coming back but the secret is to start exercising guys a lot of musicians you know it's easier to sit, sit on a, around sit in front of a console and try to figure out how to work a, a recording than to get out and, and do, actually do a walk and take you know. a walk yeah so get out there walk walk 30 minutes a day walk That's, your dog you know, um, or just walk and, and yeah, or run and walk or, yeah get out in nature and I mean we are we, it is a beautiful valley I mean it really is a beautiful valley but, but my point is this that when we come out on the other side which we will come out on the other side mm-hmm. for the musicians to to be in the best shape possible because there will be demands of you even then. And then it's, it's going to start back in again. It's easy, yeah, so. it's easy to get soft, but desert musicians are very tough. We, yeah. we, we, we lift tons of crap. Always carrying and, keyboards and, and, and speakers gosh, around. We carry crap for into into buildings and out in all summer long and, and the heat and the cold and... You know, we'll be fine. We'll Musicians be fine. will be fine. We're tough. We'll be. We're all hanging in there. All right. Okay. Coming up in just a minute after the break, we're going to talk on the phone to Vijay Hume, who's my fellow reviewer and CV Independent, to talk about how this virus has affected the theater community. We'll be right back on the Culture Corner. Local talk that's moving the needle. Art exhibitions to modernism, music festivals to live theater. If it's happening in the Coachella Valley, it's on the Culture Corner with Bonnie G. And we are back on the Culture Corner, and we are now joined on the phone by my... um, my buddy, Vijay Hume, who also writes reviews. The two of us yes. are the reviewers for CV Independent. And uh, she's... How you doing, Vijay? Uh-oh. Can there, you hear me? There she goes. Okay, how are there you? There you go. Oh, I'm good, sweetheart. How are you? Okay, so uh, this is a crazy time we are in right now. And I know wow. you just wrote a really great article for CV Independent about how this has affected theaters, live stage productions, because that's a big deal too. So, what it it kind of they kind of sort of closed one by one by one by one to made the decision to stop shows. Yes. Yes, it was. And, you know, the interesting thing was I started writing the article about it, about how they were bravely staying open, like uh, I think the Windmill Theater did in uh, World War II. They never closed. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, and the first person I actually talked to was Jerome Elliott because he, uh, it was his birthday. 
and here he spent the whole uh, the whole day of his birthday running around getting hand sanitizer. Oh, the poor theater, thing! Yeah, he's such a I great guy. I know. So it dawned on me that it was also the birthday of Dean Apple, a magician in town. And right. he works everywhere from here to Las Vegas and Southern California. And uh, so I called him to see how, uh, to wish him a happy birthday and also to see how his bookings were going. And he told me he had lost 100% of his bookings already. Yeah. yeah. And my heart plummeted. I thought, oh, no. So I started calling around, and uh, I talked to uh, Ron Salona at Coachella Valley Repertory Theater, mm-hmm. and he said, oh, yeah, we're planning to stay open. You know, we're, we're scrubbing the place down. We've got hand sanitizer and everything, and, uh, and we're seating the people, you know, a couple of people apart for this social distancing and right. so on. So then I thought, well, you know, Jimmy wanted me to make the article personal, so I called our friend Jiggs Gallagher. And he was your producer, Bonnie, when you did that fabulous show a few weeks ago. And I was booked to do the same show, uh, the same place, same time, this March 29th, Mm -hmm. next Sunday, eight days from now. So I thought, well, this will be a good way to find out if I'm still (laughs) Yeah, yeah. After talking to to, um, uh, Dean. So I phoned Jake and got a great interview from him. and, uh, And he said, yes, he had gone to, he had attended a... Uh, a lecture by Dr. Raul Ruiz mm-hmm. and listened very carefully and he's a doctor and all that sort of thing. So he said, you know, it was doable and all this sort of thing. So he said, we're going ahead. So then I started calling around to other people. I talked to Chuck Yates, our dear uh, gentleman who runs Coyote Stage yes. And they, they were opening that night with the Velocity of Autumn. And uh, so he said, oh, no, 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 we're staying open. We're staying open. And uh, then I called Robbie Wayne, uh, Desert Rose Theater. They weren't opening that night, but they they were uh, continuing their show that had opened the week before. And then at Desert Ensemble, uh, could it be worse? They were they were <laughs> running a show, opening a show called How to Survive an Apocalypse. Apocalypse, yeah, yeah. Can you believe it? And you were going to review that. I was, yes. Track. Yeah. So uh, all of a sudden, I got a call from Chuck Yates, and he said, I don't know. He said, I'll, I'll keep you posted. So yeah. then I got a call back from, uh, who was it next? Um, I guess, uh, I guess no, Ron Salona was the last one. Robbie Yates Robbie. finally decided yeah. after much agony that yeah. he was going to run the weekend, I think. Yeah. Or did they? I don't, I don't um, remember. I don't remember either, and uh, and any so anyhow. But he said they were finally going to close, and then Desert Ensemble Theater Company uh, decided not to do Apocalypse, right? And uh, then uh, uh, the uh, Ron Salona finally called from CD right. Rep, and he said that they were going to they were going to close, but he didn't want me to announce it because they still had three shows left yeah. in that weekend, and he wanted to do all of them. So I didn't clock in with that one. But uh, then Jiggs Gallagher called me back and said that we were canceled, and I was crushed. Yeah, yeah. I was just crushed. I yeah. just, I, it made me realize, Bonnie, I've never had the show canceled before. Have you? Um, um, I'm trying to remember. It uh, have to be something as apocalyptic. Yeah, as it has this, to be some a real big even, reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So anyhow. Um, uh, then Chuck Yates phone and said, "Yeah, we've decided to close." And uh, so one by one, they all went dark. Yeah, and it was just—it was unbelievable. And I—it was interesting for me to be going through 
the closing of my show at the same time that all these people were yeah. trying to choose the right words to talk about how they felt about having their shows closed because nobody ever saw this coming. Yeah. Let me you ask... Know, when you yeah, go ahead. Let me ask you something. As a theater reviewer, and I know you've been in the town for a while and part of the theater community, um, how do you think this is going to, you know, how do you think this is going to ultimately resolve itself? Do you think, I mean, I think, well, I mean, theater is resilient, just like musicians. I think once the fall comes, this, this rides out and the fall comes back, that it'll be back stronger than ever, don't you think? Well, two theaters have already rescheduled for mm-hmm. the theater. Um, yeah. I think Desert Ensemble and uh, Chuck Yates yes. uh, Coyote Stageworks. And then they have announced actual dates in the fall. And mm-hmm. they're just going to close for the summer. Yeah. And, uh, well, actually, Coyote has some readings and so on that yeah. uh, that go on. And they're not smaller things, fundraisers yeah. as such. Yeah. But, you know, how it'll play out is anybody's guess. It could be that, I mean, Jake said maybe we can do it at the end of April or in May. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see how fast this kind of fixes itself. Or it could be it could be autumn. Who yeah. knows? Well, VJ, thank you so much. Stay healthy. You and Ted, stay healthy. Stay safe. And uh, thank you again for all of your great work with CV Independent and for kind of en- uh, enlisting me to write the reviews. Well, yeah, I owe that to VJ. Well, but you've turned out to be a star, honey. You oh. really, you really grew in this. Thank you. Well, I think your article is great. You should check out her article on CV Independent online about the theater situation right now. Stay safe. Thank you. Uh, my love to Ted. Thank and you, we'll talk Thank soon. You. Stay safe. Love to you. Okay. Bye-bye, dear. Bye-bye. Bye. We'll be back on uh, The Culture Corner in just a minute. This is The Culture Corner with Bonnie Gilgallen. On iHub Radio, call 760-544-TALK. That's 760-544-8255. Now here's Bonnie G. And we're back on the Culture Corner on iHub Radio. And now we're joined on the phone by Carolyn Gross. I met Carolyn uh, a few weeks back at the Women's Show, a wonderful uh, big convention show we have every year. And she's an author, and she has written several books, but her new book is Rise Above the Chaos, How to Keep Positive in an Unsettled World. Pretty timely. Hi, Carolyn. How are you? Oh, hey, Bonnie. I'm great. So glad to be with you. Uh, So before we get into your book, tell us just a little bit about yours. So you speak all over the place. You have TV appearances all over the place. Tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into sort of this line of work. Well, an early burnout in my 20s when I was trying to be ambitious and succeed, I had to channel my ambition uh, to getting myself uh, back together and learn some self-care strategies. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> that became a passion of, you know, how can we be successful but not be out, out of balance mm-hmm. and actually enjoy our success rather than be chasing after it all the time. Okay. And then, of course, burnout is its own health condition. Um, but it really, you know, it really propelled me to realize that there's a lot of different kinds of success, but don't forego enjoying the journey, even if there's some chaos along the way. Yeah. So my, that, that was my first chaos. I've had many chapters of chaos since, though. Okay. So let's, I mean, we'll, we'll get into detail, but it's number one, if you had to go down, you know, one, two, three, four, five, maybe the, the most important thing for people to do or to realize in times of crisis like we're in right now, what's the first, what's the most important advice you would give them? 
Well, I'm going to talk about rising above the chaos, you know, Mm -hmm. mentally. And the first thing is you've got to get to gratitude Mm -hmm. rather than stay in fear. Okay. Okay. Do you have a lot of artists as part of the show and that type of thing? Or you were just talking about artists in the desert remember on our uh, phone call yeah we're, we well we have a lot i mean it's mostly local perf, you know performers actors singers dancers authors writers but we have people right. from out of town it's occasionally pass through yeah yeah well the thing is if whoever's we're we're going through right now <laughs> we are going through a burnout of sorts if you will um globally meaning you know all of a sudden our life has just screeched to a shocking halt yeah, you know, and and so how do we react to that? Now, if we plug in to all the latest news and the projections, you know, some people need that, and a lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because as soon as you start getting out of your mind crazy, trying to figure out, you know, if you're going to be homeless, or for God's sakes, don't fall because if you hurt your ankle or your leg, you you don't want to go to the hospital. Right. You know, I even hear this on dog walks. People yeah. are like on the phone going, yeah. I'm walking, but if I fall or anything, I I won't go to the hospital. You know, so first thing is we have to start awfulizing and projecting things that haven't happened. Mm -hmm. Okay, so staying in the moment. But really, for me, the the thing, because you know how they'll say, oh, you can't have uh, fear if you have faith or you can't. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That thing. But for me, when I just sit in gratitude, like, yes, look at my house, look at my living room, look at my husband or dog or both of them at the same time. Right. And go, you yes. know, I like you guys. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know? And that shifts because I'm going to get over to the immune system with that. We really dampen our immune system, let alone our whole energy field. And if we've got to respond creatively to this chaos we're in, which don't you think we all do? Well, yeah. Well, that and the more creative, yes, I think the more creative you can be and the more gratitude, that's what's going to save everybody through this. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, the creativity comes from being calmer. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't come out of anxiousness. We don't make our best decisions or choices out of being anxious. Right. So... Um, We just, I mean, you know, it's funny because in my book I talk about rest is one letter from reset. Oh, I love that. Yeah, (laughs) that's great. (laughs) So we are getting rest right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so um, if we can just put into our day that I'm resetting, you know, um, my belief about how life has to be, and also um, even resetting. If I've been so busy creating a lot of success and that's come to a screeching halt, where have I not been taking care of myself or my health? How can I reset and focus on that right now? Absolutely. Yes. You know, I've always, and I've heard this, I've read this, I didn't come up with this, but I've read this other places that, um, you know, I'm a big fan of Louise Hay and Wayne Dyer, that that sometimes illness, minor, forget something like this, not that this is a big deal, but it's smaller deal, when you just get a cold or you just get, and so you have to take a few days off, that sometimes that is sort of the universe saying, you needed to slow down, and if this is the only way we can get you to slow down, then we're going to make you sick. Because sometimes you just, we push ourselves so hard, everybody's running, 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 trying to make money, that's 
sometimes we do. We forget that self-care. And so that sometimes you have to take a situation like this and look for the silver lining. And one of them is, yes, so how can you take care of yourselves, rest physically, me- mentally, emotionally, so that when this is over and you're kind of back in the rat race, you're, you're ready, you know, and you're not depleted. And there's something to be said. You know how we've been having super bugs like these flus and stuff the last several winter seasons? Yes. It seems like it's gotten worse and worse. And, you you know, there's tents outside of hospitals. So this, one of the gifts, so I call chaos the great teacher. Yes. Okay. And that's the position I've taken on it since I burned out. It, you know, and I burned out before cell phones. So, you know what I mean? I really had to be ambitious to do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But anyway, what I'm saying is we have to, um, Lord, Lord, you know, I just had such, something so brilliant to say, and then it went a little bit sideways on me. Can you, can you bring me back to it for a second? Well, I'll, tr- I'll try. Um, but yeah, well, I think the lesson thing, one of the things uh, I've also heard someone say, was say, someone asked the question, you know, how can you keep from, when you have negative circumstances, things happen in your life, how can you stop right. from, being, from being bitter? And the answer was, and I forget who said this, take, well, what's the lesson? Figure out the lesson. Absolutely. So here I've got my, so I tell, call chaos the great teacher because there's a silver lining yes. in all these crises. Mm-hmm. And so remember I said something about the super bugs in the tents? Yeah. Well, when was that ever going to stop anyway? Mm-hmm. And so one of the silver lining gifts I'm seeing is this social distancing is something we should have acclimated probably a flu season or two ago. Yes. Because people would get sick, they'd go to the doctor, and they'd, you know, go to work, and they'd be coughing or doing whatever, and they'd be like, oh, don't worry, I'm on antibiotics, or don't worry, you know, it, I got it three days ago, I'm, I'm no longer contagious. Honey? Not true. Bugs? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. So this social distancing already... And, you know, Asian culture that wears the masks and such, Mm -hmm. I mean, they think nothing of it. You know, we see a mask and we think somebody's got really a deadly condition. They think nothing of it. Other cultures, you know, and so I think there's going to be silver lining. You know, I was supposed to be doing a book signing today at Barnes & Noble in San Diego. Mm -hmm. So it's like... Your show was just such a, you know, how nice, right? I get to still do something for the world because I feel like people who have solutions, you know, and upbeat personalities like you, we got to be out there right now, you Mm. know, and and help people get a grip that there's going to be some good stuff comes out of it, but stay in gratitude and just stay in today and reset. Yeah, yeah, and talk about a little bit. Um, it's interesting the way I, want, I th- uh, some again, I've heard it through Wayne Dyer, but it might have been someone else yeah. said, that circum- circumstances don't make a man, they reveal him. So when yeah. you're in the midst of some really negative stuff, uh, the real your real personality tends to come out. Some people get angry and bitter and blame everybody else, and some people hopefully rise to the occasion and are a little more spiritually evolved and say, how can I help? How can I help other people? You know, we don't know how long this is going to last. I think we agree on that. Yes. And so what happens now is we really will find what we're made of Mm -hmm. even more. I'm, I'm grateful, okay, because what I have found through my different lessons, and after I got in the health field and all that good stuff and I wrote my first book, I then um, became a breast cancer uh, patient in 2003. Oh. And when I went through the healing of that, 
Um, without, it doesn't matter, but just using this new stuff called immunotherapy. So I chose mm-hmm. a little different thing than the mastectomy. Mm-hmm. When I went through that, I was like, man, I'm a, I've got a little scrappy fighter inside of me. Yeah. You know what? Most of us do. do. Yes. <laughs> it's called, yes. You know, it's called the will to live. Mm-hmm. And it's being a survivor. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And when when you survive a burnout, when you survive a divorce, when you survive a job loss or a bankruptcy or whatever, or yeah. a disease, yeah, you know, you kind of find that scrappy little fighter. And then whenever the next chaos shows up, up. which you it will, can, yeah. yep, you know, you can handle it much better. Yeah, absolutely. So let's, so let's go back for a second. So gratitude, self-care, yes. rest, recharging. And what else? What other, what other advice would you, you give know, us? I, I have a funny one. I think this is one you're not going to expect. Okay. So do simple pleasures. Mm-hmm. So I bought these cowgirl boots in Nashville. Okay. I pulled them off the shelf, and I've been wearing my sassy little cowgirl Nashville boots. All around the house. Uh, no, I wore them to work. Okay. I wore them all week. Okay. They made, you know, uh, that was a great time for me when I went to Nashville. So find little things in your closet, in your life, in your you that know, make if you you've smile. Got them in the cupboard, pull out some pictures, pull out some boots, mm-hmm. pull out a great outfit. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean. Simple pleasures right now are important. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and, and you like my cowboy boot thing. And then, in terms of stimulating the immune system, first of all, we got to be relaxed to make good decisions. That's going to be helpful too. Yeah. But one thing, everybody's doing it already. But if you start getting super stressed mm-hmm. um, and about the future, that means your amygdala, the frontal center of your brain, has taken over, and you've got to now hijack that because yeah. you've got to stop that awfulizing and laughter power laughing comedy don't yes. feel bad about it take Absolutely. a hot bath take a long shower don't feel bad about it go mm. work in the yard mm-hmm. you know if you have a fireplace build a fire, fire yeah light, light 10 candles mm-hmm. i mean there is something about what we're going through that feels like um I remember the good old days when there wasn't a lot of traffic. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pet your dog. Yeah. I love love hot baths, candles, laugh, pet your dog, play board games, you know, get to know your family on a different level. But absolutely, you know, you've got really go back to those simple pleasures and, you know, and not being out on the freeway and fighting traffic every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so, so going forward, when once this all passes which it will eventually how can you sort of keep, if you've if you've done all those good things and stayed positive and reset and taken care of yourself and gratitude how can you hold on to that when you go but when things are a little more normal what's the key to holding on to that onto this precious gift that we're yes, getting yes well well don't don't forget it first yeah. of all okay <laughs> so even jot a few notes you know or however you make records in your life you know some people go out and take a bunch of pictures yeah. make a record i mean this really is kind of a special time yeah. and by the way we also need other people if you have any rifts with people hit heal really them mend them. them yes you know yeah well on. carolyn gross we are out of time but get this book rise above the chaos i'm going to find this because i need it rise above the chaos how to keep positive in an unsettled world carolyn gross thank you so much hope to see you here live one 
one day in the studio. I'm, I'll be there. You just let me know when. Okay. Thanks, Bonnie, thanks for your good, good show. All right, thank you. All right, we'll be right back on The Culture Corner. Local talk that's moving the needle. Art exhibitions to modernism, music festivals to live theater. If it's happening in the Coachella Valley, it's on The Culture Corner with Bonnie G. And we're back on the Culture Corner here on iHub Radio. So we wanted to do this special show today to talk about how the coronavirus and the social distancing and all this, this sort of shutdown we're under and everything, how it's affected us. But I wanted to end on an upbeat note. So I asked uh, Brian Mendoza, who is my board up, but also has his own show called Flicks and Picks, all about movies that's on right before, was on right before the show. I asked him to put together a list of some of his favorite feel-good, happy movies <laughs> that maybe you could watch or stream or whatever during this time. So what'd you come up with? Thank you so much, Bonnie. Yeah. I, I honestly I should have had this list from my own show, but um, I guess like for me, like the newest movie that's on streaming, if you have Disney Plus, would be Star Girl. It's not that great of a movie, okay. but it's optimistic. It's a movie about this young boy who f- has a relationship with an eccentric girl who pulls out a ukulele and sings Happy Birthday. She's such a strange. Mm-hmm. Character. I think if your f- friends who are musicians will relate a lot to her. Okay. It's a good. Mo- it's good. It's not great, but it's a feel-good movie, and you'll feel like it'll pick you up your energy. Okay. You know? Well, that's what we need. Okay. Yes. What else? But in terms of other movies on Hulu, my favorite movie of all time, The Wizard of Oz, is on Hulu. Oh, there okay. you go. You know, go watch it. That movie will make you cry and yeah. everything. But you need to cry and you need to it's a release. smile. Yeah, it's a release. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. The Sound of Music is on Disney Plus. A lot of these are on Disney Plus, yeah. by the way. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Most movies. Yeah. I was going to say um, Mary Poppins. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you Disney go. Plus. And the sequel, Mary Poppins Returns, is also on there, so I recommend both was of those that, movies. Was that good? I didn't see that, the second one. Was it good? I loved it. Okay. I, I would say that the only thing people didn't like about it was the music, and I thought, you know, you can't really compare it's like- It's hard to top the original Mary Poppins with that. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. And you can't compare 50 years of music that people listen to to like a new song. Yeah. People are not used it to it It takes a while to get, yeah. Well, wait, wait till you hear Sound of the Music 2 coming up. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Sound of the Music 2. Uh, but th- that woman, Mary, Maria Von Trapp, she had such a life that a sequel would make sense. Well, but. yeah, it would, actually, yeah. And on Netflix, Hairspray. Okay, yeah. The 2007 version of Hairspray. Now, is that the one with John Travolta? Yes. Yeah, okay. The one with Divine, I think, is on Hulu, but I'm not entirely sure. I would recommend either one, but I'm trying to... But again, I'm limited into, like... Movies you can stream yeah. without renting. Well, John Travolta in drag as a woman is just kind of fun to watch anyway. <laughs> so, okay. And um, I was also going to say for the, uh, and these are the ones I think are worth renting. You can rent these on YouTube for three ninety nine okay. and Amazon Prime. So you're not, it's not going to cost you a lot. Yeah. And just bear in mind that Disney Plus would be my best streaming Suggested. service. Yeah. Okay. If you want happy movies, because you get Snow White and all those movies. Yeah. On YouTube, you can rent Singing in the Rain. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. That one, ver- hardly a sad moment. Yeah, I haven't seen that in ages. Yeah. And if you watch it, it's, and they're all mu- and they're all karaoke songs. It's yeah. a karaoke musical, so you know these songs. Yeah. And I bet some of your friends have actually sung this song. Oh, I'm sure. Songs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Meet Me in St. Louis. Okay. Yeah. That one's that one's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Umbrellas of Chernborg. I never saw that. That, but that's what. What is the song that's from that? It, Shout of your smile. No, there's a big song no. from that. There's a it was a big song that is from that. Is it mm. uh, a man and a woman? There's some big song from that movie. It had a yeah. Real it was a big hit song, theme, but I can't remember what the name of it was. You know, there's so many songs. I only know them by their. I only really know them by their 
French name, but I think the one you're thinking about is I Will Wait For You. That's it. I Will Wait For You. I knew there was something. Yes, I Will Wait For You. Great song. Yeah. And if you haven't seen it, it is on YouTube, and I think that it is a good suggestion. It's it's pretty sweet. It has its bittersweet moments, but musicals, they have this thing where you just sing along mm-hmm. and you just love them. We're going to have know? to find that. I've never saw, I never actually saw that movie. I need to see it. Yeah. It's on YouTube, so you can rent okay. it for like a couple dollars, and I think on Amazon Prime as well, so you have some options, okay. definitely. Okay. And um, by the way, YouTube does let you rent the movie for about two days. So if you don't finish it right away, you have two days to do so. Okay. And you're going to be staying home anyway, so might as well. Yeah, yeah. And uh, some of my favorite movies to watch during troubling times are Swing Time and Top Hat. Okay. Those are the Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers movies that everyone loves. Yeah. And if we're going for modern movies, like newer movies, I would say Little Women. Okay. And I did not see that either. Um, Yeah. And, you know, if you've read the book, you know that has sad moments. But You really liked that. Remember you said of this year's crop of movies, you really liked that one, as I recall you saying. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I would put Parasite and Little Women as my number one. But mm-hmm. I think Parasite is a fun movie. But if you're going for feel-good movies, it's <laughs> Wait, not the is best Is it one. fun? That's not what I heard. I didn't see it, <laughs> but is fun. it fun? Okay. No, it's not. It <laughs> depends kind of, what you're into. It's kind of, <laughs> kind of gross and depressing. Is like, I sort of, yeah. Like if you... If you want to see social inequality and that makes it fun for you, I guess yeah, maybe, yeah. but no. Yeah, I think yeah. I want to think what. Um, what else? Uh, we were just talking about um, uh, of just musicals in general. Most of them were made into movies. The happiest. I mean, I think Grease is happy. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, that what, one's on Netflix. What did you say? Music Man. Music Man. Oh yeah. I mean, that's yeah. funny. That was Annie. even. The, most people don't know. Music Man was recorded up. I mean, he it was all written up in Idlewild. By Meredith Wilson, he wrote it up in Idlewild. See, I did. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, you go. Eric's kind of a. And you, when you were a little kid, played Winthrop. Played Peru. Winthrop. That's right. I that, even had a lift. And he did the the Wells Fargo wagon. Yeah, <laughs> I did. My Fair Lady, by the way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. funny. The one musical I think everyone should revisit right now is the SpongeBob musical. Oh. Well, I'd have to visit it for the first time because <laughs> I never saw it. Okay, was that really fun? Yeah, SpongeBob the Musical. Um, it the way it's set up is that all the characters of Bikini Bottom they are about to face an apocalypse and they try to persevere. And the funny thing is, though, Sandy the Squirrel is a victim of xenophobia in that story. So it's kind of interesting how it's very similar wow. to how how that a lot of Asian Americans are are feeling with. right now. And so. SpongeBob the Musical deals with racism because in it, everyone is being told by Sandy the Squirrel, because she's a scientist, that the world, we're going to have a meteor hit, the volcano is going to explode and we have to be very careful. And everyone is like, no, you're you're a dumb squirrel. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't believe you. You're the pro. And when the things get worse, everyone says, she brought it on here. She's yeah, it was all her this. fault. Yeah, yeah. And Sandy Squirrel has to deal with the racism and xenophobia. So I definitely think wow. if you want a relevant story that's a little too real to some extent, SpongeBob SquarePants the musical. When did that, how long ago did that come out, do you know? It came out the same year as Hamilton. Okay. And it lost Best Musical, but it closed early because what happened was that a lot of adults, they kind of didn't want to see it. Yeah. Family, when the summer, when the summer came, it was successful, but then when school started up, no one wanted to see it. Yeah, because kids, yeah. And I would also say, it's on Amazon. I think it is available on Amazon for free. If Mm -hmm. not, it's on YouTube. The SpongeBob SquarePants musical, I definitely recommend the most of the musicals you can watch live on stage. And they did a live performance for Nickelodeon, and... It was. It's a good musical. It's relevant for some reason. It okay, just hit that, me how relevant. Well, it is. you're a wealthy. <laughs> so, is there? Do you ever miss? I mean, do you like to see every movie that comes out pretty much one way or another? 
I try to see as many as I can. Um, ever since I started doing the show, I have to watch them. Yeah. So I try to watch all the movies I can. If not, I put down a list of movies that I missed out and I try yeah. to watch them. To watch to in the watch. future. Brian's to-do list. To watch. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Brian. Just check out his show, by the way, Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. That's Saturdays, 11 to noon. Thank you to my guests. Thank you to Eric. Thank and you. BJ I, and by the way, I want to shout out to Cinch, my, my country western dance band out there. They're Yay! probably listening. Hi, Cinch. Hi, Cinch. Yeah, go Carrie spend. and S- Steve and Mike. Mike. Yeah, when, you, when things thank cool down, you, you got to go see Cinch thank again. You. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you to DJ Hume, thank you to Carolyn Gross. Um, thank you, John McMullen, who runs this place. Watch yeah. Annie. Stay safe, stay safe, and stay home and relax. Get to know yourself and your family better. We'll see you soon. Okay, bye.